0: I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Good morning, everyone! You wonderful realtors out there, it's Todd Screema and Robin Lavasser and Jim Reed. Thank you for your business. You're receiving this because we've probably closed a loan for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We do a podcast once a month for realtors. We do one for some other areas, but. This is uh, kind of brainstorming about giving you ideas. Today's topic is you can make money in any market. Make money in any market. So we're going to talk about that. A lot of people are having to pivot these days. There's a lot of stuff going on in a lot of areas. And I don't want to get sidetracked in, you know, uh, oh, inflation, this and this. Here's what I can tell you is that in the real estate market, it's a pretty healthy market. We probably won't see a a bunch, I was at a, a conference yesterday and they were saying, hey, we're not going to have hefty, heavy, heavy uh, appreciation, but most people think appreciation this year will still be 5%, which is about double a normal market. So things are, I think things are great. And I know that may sound counterintuitive a little bit, but I really do think things are great because in my mind, when things are disrupted, that's where opportunity is for sure. Right? So that's, that's how how I think about this topic. Um, Robin, Jim, what's your thoughts on how realtors can make a lot of money in any market, no matter what the conditions?
1: Uh, So, um, well, last time I checked, the average commission in my market was about 14 grand for a realtor. Yep. So 14 times 10 is 140, 14 times 20 is a quarter million bucks. It's a pretty good job, right? And so I think the the way that you could, the, if I was going to simplify it, like super simplify it, we really realize that. Realize you got a job where you could do really, really well if you want to, and you gotta you gotta show gratitude about that so that you're attractive to other people. Second thing I would say is you gotta pivot. You gotta be way more active. Way more active. Way more active. So I think that in the past you had to spend about 10 hours a week being active, you know, prospecting, meeting new people,
0: making phone calls, and now it's more like 30 hours a week. So, so Jim, just define that for a second, because we use the same definition for, for lenders. Because when, people, when you just said that, what I think people heard was do flyers or be on Facebook. I want you yeah. to clarify what that 20, 30 hours means.
1: Well, to me, it means it's, it's, I like to simplify things. So, um, to me, it means you're on the phone with a past client or current client, or you're on, on the phone with a referral partner, or you're in front of a past client or a current client, or you're in front of a referral partner. I don't really care what you're doing. I don't really care what you're talking about. I don't really care. Like some people in sales coaching and sales books. They're like, well, you can only count green time if you ask for business or if you had this two criteria. And I think for the mentality of, of most of us that we have to lower the bar of what success is so that we feel more successful so that it, it comes out of our pores. Right. It's like if Todd, if you if you went and played golf for four hours with three people who ran branches that didn't work for us and you never talked about business, would that be sales time? Yes. Yes, it would. It would. Because because of the time you spent with them, they would be more open to a business meeting.
0: Yeah. Right? Jim, real quick, I want you to clarify, because I think this is a huge miss for realtors. Um, in lending, we naturally go after what we call referral partners. Isn't referral partner is typically someone that can send us four closed loans a year or more. Realtors have referral partners, but I don't see them focus on it a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I want you to define what is a referral partner for a yeah.
1: realtor. Right. So there's 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 if you if you drew a circle and you looked at a realtor business and one that I, that I that I think can last the test of time. Half their business comes from their database. So that means people they know, you know, families they know, past clients they know that they market to. They mail once a month or call once in a while and have parties and invite them. That's half their closings. A quarter of their closings come from advertising. That's like open houses are advertising, right? Someone see the sign, they came in. That's advertising. I don't really like it when they spend a bunch of money on Zillow. I've never, I shouldn't say never. I've almost never seen it work really well. I have seen it work really well for one or two people in my 27 years. So I can't say never. So advertising is a quarter. And then the quarter they always miss, not always, but mostly miss, is business to business right so one of my friends in town his name's tom he's one of the best agents in our in our area so his business to business channel is three hospital hr directors so he is buddies he accidentally became friends and hung out with three of the recruiting hr directors for the three biggest hospitals in our town so when a doctor comes to town, guess who he gets to meet with? So this what, these three friends send him 30 deals a year.
0: Yeah, That's and talking uh, Jim's talking, just for reference, um, this realtor that Jim's referencing closes 60, 80 million a year consistently in real estate. So yes. not not a I'm not talking about a 15 million a year realtor. And he's boutique. He has he has one assistant
1: and one part time assistant. He's not like yes. oh this team of seventy two buyers agents and closes you know the whole I want the trophy but not the money. That ain't him. He wants the money. He don't care about the trophy. Yep. I love that. I love that. So Except so Robin, you got the sideways eyes going. No, I mean I
2: I think you're a hundred percent right. I think that um you know I I you know one of the things that I think you said earlier was be intentional. And, and one of the things that I think that, you know, real estate has got a lot of freedom and flexibility and it it requires a lot of self-regulation and Mm -hmm. because we're social, um, by nature, a a lot of us who choose entrepreneurial or sales based things, um, there's kind of an, an expectation. And the truth is it happens just enough. That we we think that's the truth, right? That, and meaning that you have you have a dinner party and all of a sudden they choose you as their realtor, you know. Um, and, and that feels like that's all it takes. But the truth is, it's you know, when we talk about making money in any market, um, this market especially, it requires and, and I would say any market does for true longevity um and success, but it requires you to be a voice that is not just a really nice person at the dinner party, but that is the person that everybody is thinking about all the time for all things, real estate. And I think about that in terms of, I need an electrician. I'm going to check with my realtor. I'm, you know, I, I, I we bought a second home um, in Arizona and I'll give you this reference. Literally we're talking about going down there and building some uh, owner storage um, in this second home. And um, it, it and, and literally, we're thinking, well, we don't have tools down there. Like, we, we live in Oregon. We don't have tools down there. And and all of us go, oh, we'll just call Kim and Dave, the realtors that we use down there, because they've been the best connection to all things thus far. They have an incredible business. I mean, you're talking top-line real estate agents. Why? well because they're the people that we think about for all things when it comes to the house how do you build that kind of intentional business and i think that um there's a lot of assumption and a lot of narrative that people are going to oh for sure if they need anything lending they're going to call robin Lavasser. well that's my ego talking that's for sure not the truth right and Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm a good loan rep so realtors you for sure have to not only uh Think that, but you have to act upon it and make sure that people know you want to be all things real estate to them. You think about selling, buying, hearing a friend is doing it, wanting to put a deck on the back of your house, wanting to upgrade the value or investigate schools or whatever it may be. You should be having a conversation with your realtor 100% of the time as if they're one of your light consultants right at your hip. And the best of the best that have consistency, that's what they've created. A lot of the others still have a good business, but to really sustain and keep it at the highest level, I think we got to get intentional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Robin, you're talking about consistency and following a process. And I'll tell you a quick story and then we'll wrap up. Um, Years ago, I, when I was starting out as a loan officer, I was doing two, three, four loans a month, my first six months. And then I had a, a month where I closed one loan and I closed it the last day of the month. So I almost threw a donut and I was depressed. I was frustrated. I was angry. So I thought, something's wrong. Like who's the best salesperson I know? And this this title rep came to mind. So I called him and I said, bud, you don't know me. I met you briefly in the office, but you do business with two, 300 people. I know your stats. Like I had researched this guy. And I, I said, I want you to meet with me. He says, okay. So I go to his office and he says, long story story, he says, Todd, I'm going to tell you what to do, but you won't do it. And I said, well, you don't even know me. He says, I'm just telling you, you won't do it. I said, "Okay, test me. He says, call 20 people a day, every single day of your business life from 9 to 11. And you will never, ever struggle with business ever again. And I said, that sounds too simple. (laughs) He said, just shut up and do it. And I'm not talking to you anymore. It was really rude. But it was it was one of those magic moments in my life forever changed because I just started calling people, 20 people a day. I called it a t- two hour power hour. And I was in a super hard market back then and nothing close to what it is. Today is not even nothing. And um, next month, I closed five loans. Then I closed seven. Then I closed eight. Like it just it literally was gas on the fire. And it was just one process, just one process. That's all it took. And I think that that lack of discipline is shocking to me that people don't have that. Because realize, I, because of that decision, because of that process, I never worried about money again. Never worried about closings again. I'm, I'm over-dramatizing saying never, but it, I didn't worry about um, kids getting fed. I developed a bunch of big accounts, some of my biggest accounts I ever got came from that call plan. Um, so my, all the fear went away because of one process. And I think it. people talk about all this Facebook ads and all, I'm just like, stop, just call 20 people a day. You'll be fine. Jim, some closing thoughts. Well, I don't know. What, the,
1: the thing I thought about is connection uh, it solves anxiety, right? If you're connected to your job and to people, you won't be anxious. Connection solves like a lot. You can look to all kinds of historical stuff around it. Isolation leads to bad things. Think about your kids. If they're busy through high school, they don't get in trouble. If they're not, they do. Let's just simplify it. Stay busy. Be connected to other people. I swear it'll work out. Probably not the way you anticipated or intended, which is weird. It's what I've found doing that. I think I'm calling pitching this or setting meetings to talk about that. And then the business comes from over here for some reason. And at first I'm like, well, I don't really have to do this. The business would have come, but that's not true. Mm. Right. Activity solves all the problems, right? What's the old expression? The harder I work, the luckier I get.
0: Yeah. There's that there's the old formula. I don't know where I got it, but it was, it was activity times passion equals results. Activity times passion equals results. So, Jim, you're happy doing what you're doing. You feel fortunate and grateful to be doing what you're doing as a realtor, and you're talking to a bunch of people about it, and you have a little bit of process to it. I mean, shoot, Jim just gave you, if you close three deals a month, you're 60, 70 grand gross commission a month. Check this out. If you wore your, your name badge every day, everywhere you went, and
1: handed out 10 business cards a day for 20 days a month, for 12 months a
0: year, you would life is good, close more business. Yeah. I think that to summarize this up, have more fun, put a little process to it. Have more fun, put a little process to it, right? Jim, Robin, you guys are awesome. Realtors, I hope you appreciate this. I wanna give you a shout out. A lot of people are like, oh, the buyers can't get off the fence. The buyers can't get off the fence. Interest rates went up. Guys, there's two products that we have that solve that. One is called uh I forgot what we call the Robin, but it's a way for Just the start. the borrower Let's start. to start mm-hmm. at say at what Just is it called? Start. Smooth start. So it allows them to start 2% lower on interest rate. So when they're in the 3% range, then it goes up 1% the next year and then 1% the next year. I forgot what we call the other program, but it's a it's a loan that is fixed for five to seven years. We call them intermediate arms. That's what we call them, but there's some pet name we gave it, but that allows people to get a lower interest rate because you're pretty sure the next five or seven years they could refinance and you know get a lower interest rate. So if you just use one of those two programs in your buyer's presentation with your buyers, you're going to overcome the rate issue, right? You're going to overcome the payment issue Mm -hmm. because because those programs allow you to start at those lower interest rates. So don't use that as, oh, I don't want to buy now. Inventory, there's still a lot of inventory problems. There's not enough new home starts. Those are just national stats that we track. You're going to see continued appreciation, right? So, go out there and you got to speak that way with passion to your buyers and sellers so that they buy another house. We got to lead them in the right direction with some, with some credibility and passion, with some thought behind it so that we can, you know, get them unfrozen because some people got frozen a little bit, right? Okay. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your business. Thank you for listening. We love you. Have a great month. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.
2: If you liked this episode of the
0: Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest@summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc. NMLS ID 3199. Equal housing opportunity. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.